Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. I think decidedly uh, we hit on the fact that, you know, everybody wants to jump to the to the statement of like, well, Nick Cage, like maybe he's just not a good actor. And I think yeah. it's actually the 100 percent opposite. I think Nick yeah. is an awesome actor. Sometimes he's just in really shitty movies. Like I agree. he we were <laughs> we were talking and I was like, there is not a single Nicholas Cage performance where that dude is not giving 110% and swinging for I, the fences. Yes. Like I agree. every single time. Even yeah. whether the movie it works doesn't call for not, it, like the weatherman. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also think there's a That's lot it. of times with Nick Cage that it's like, you know what? I kind of need a down payment for my pyramid that I bought. So I'm going to yes. share bad Lieutenant four or whatever. Yeah, I'm like gonna do Ghost Rider too. <laughs> we were trying, we were trying to figure out. I was like, I made it a game out of just like, I was like, okay, so let's take Willy's Wonderland for example. Mm -hmm. I was like, twenty bucks says that it actually wasn't in the script that his character didn't speak, nor was it in the script about the energy drink. And I was like, yeah, I, yeah. It, it feels like a Nicolas <laughs> yeah. Cage note that he came in and he was yes. like, look. I love this script, but what if I just don't say any of the dialogue that you've written? And they're yeah. like, uh, I mean, I guess. And he's like, and every 15 minutes, my character has to take an energy drink break. And if you're wondering why, I'll tell you, because he's secretly a superhero and that is his like the yellow sun for Superman. It's this. Have you seen drink. that's Frank? how it works. With Jason Statham, right. it's like that, but with yes. me and not related and with animatronics. And let's do this. Yeah! And I'm, I'm sure the director, like the director who has done like nothing previous to this is like, oh, OK, Nicolas Cage, like whatever you say, I guess that sounds fine. That and is Nicolas Cage. I will yeah. argue that the fact that he doesn't speak. And the fact that he weirdly drinks an energy drink every 15 minutes is the best part of that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm about to it's run it back and watch it again after this. Honestly, I was planning uh, on doing that. What is the movie called? I really liked it. Will Willie's Wonderland. I really Willy's liked Wonderland, it. Personally. AKA five, um, five Nights at Freddy's starring Nicholas Cage. The movie. Yeah, I was curious about that. I I um I am going to check yeah. that out at some point cuz uh, uh mom and dad, I love Mandy. The crazier the better honestly with me and Nick and so that one looked a lot of fun. Um yeah. sure. but again, but again to your point, you know, it's Nick Cage if he was a secret superhero, unlike when he was almost Superman and was a real superhero. 
very True. close to the DC universe. And uh, somehow yes. Pete Davidson, who was a superhero. Uh, I know. Um, it's like, uh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Although I, 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 Pete Davidson is kind of. On me. Kind of. I, has he I will really say. Though? Has he really though? He, like a okay, tool. I will say I, this. Like gonorrhea. <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> Here we go again. No, no, no. I won't have that so closely related to my name. Thank you very much. Can we not? That's good. Why well, you know did what? I let you go? I I think I think we should high five because that's hilarious. Yes, I think so. John Gonorrhea. High five. Gonorrhea. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't leave me hanging. Here I go Damn again. It. My, my. <laughs> There's a front half and a back half to that. That was true. I liked it. It's like it's like a round of applause, but high oh, fives. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a round of high fives. That's how it works. That's, you know, we know. Not a cube. Though, welcome a cube. to the new normal. Welcome to the yes. new normal. That's how this works. That's how things roll. Oh. <laughs> Man, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of High Five Colon the podcast. You almost interrupted me. You're trying to be host again, and you can't do it because now no, I'm, in charge. I'm at the wheel. <laughs> I'm at the wheel. We are here. I am. He's your the host, new Jesus. Jay. And as woo, you and said, as you always, said you're at the wheel. <laughs> Sorry. Just take As it. always, I am joined take it from my by hands. Courtney and Mia, my hello, favorite hello. cohorts. Hello. <laughs> the chaotic cohorts, my Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and for those who aren't familiar with the voice, we'd like to welcome back old faithful friend of the show and former host Q. Uh, what up? Q, how, how you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. Especially excited that I get to come back for this episode in particular. Well, that was that's one of the reasons we're doing a drop and we're doing a special. We want to make sure that we all get a chance to talk about the big movie news that has come out. So obviously, Free Guy is a movie. No, sorry. Um, my mind. <laughs> I want to say it. I do. Welcome to our in-depth review of Free Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We. We are diving in officially because James Gunn's The Suicide Squad officially got released. It was went streaming. It went theaters. Everybody went and saw it, even though the box office, and we can talk about the box office and the response and what everybody feels about it, but there are emotions all over the board. It's big news. This movie's big news. We wanted to talk about it, and I think we were all yes. pretty darn excited about it, too. So I am excited to talk. I'm going to tell you straight out of the gate, I fucking hated it. <gasps> Me too! No! I'm just kidding, but you showed your <laughs> cards! Damn it! Uh, I, uh, I didn't. Oh, no. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate I tried to, it. I tried to give you a twist opening, kind of like Suicide Squad did. My heart stopped. Something you didn't see coming. <laughs> so, You're like, so, wow, Q left I, the show just in time. Turns out he has Yeah, thank opinion. God. Okay. <laughs> Oh no, okay, uh, Q's so, head exploded. No, no. So <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Okay. Oh. Okay. I but see I, that okay. I will yeah, say we'll it's so funny now that I am not doing the show. I I now that I watch every movie, I watch it with all of you three in my head 
like watching it with me. So I'm watching a movie and literally I'm like, oh, Mia probably didn't like that part. (laughs) Courtney like like that. That was pretty fucking hilarious. And then I'm like, oh my God, I bet Jay is laughing. Right, Jay? You're laughing your ass yeah. off right now. I was. And then, I was. And then Captain I do Boomerang getting impaled a thousand times. Yeah. Yes. Then Into I, the heart. Then I put on different outfits so I could be each one of you. Things get weird. Oh, I, I love bad. it. I'll, I'll have to He's really you living away. our okay. best lives, guys. <laughs> I, I want it's nothing true. more than someone best. to cosplay as me. Ooh. Done. Done Don't, and I'll I'll accepted. Don't tempt me. I want, Honestly, I cosplay as people all the time. It's you unfortunate. Know, so I little... once cosplayed as myself and no one believed it. <laughs> for Halloween. Like, one year I've seen wanted... better. Uh, yeah, I've for seen Halloween, better. I've gone as slutty Courtney before. <laughs> I think that is nice. I think that's, that's brilliant. That's hilarious. Thank for you. Halloween, I've gone as slutty Courtney before. Oh yes. <laughs> I, that was I so that was a weird Halloween. It was like, I will yes, have to say it. that this gives me an idea. Listen, if we ever got the, get the opportunity to do a live show all together, I yeah. think we should all like cosplay as each other during the live I episode. I call like, cute we because, just, because I have yes. things ready. I have things ready. Yeah, I have please. Ready. I am ready to. <laughs> please. Well, I guess I've already claimed Courtney. So Courtney, okay. yeah, I'm you. Yeah. So that means, you know, Jay, that means Jay, you're Mia. Yeah. Courtney, <laughs> you're <Mia. laughs> I'm, so I'm pretty... Yeah, that sounds right. That feels this right. all feels this feels, feels correct. This feels, feels yeah, about as accurate as the casting for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I okay, I will say this. Mia, I'm excited that that you have that you have a different opinion. I'm, you know, I know that opinions have wild uh, varied wildly on it. I will say that I'm a big fan of any movie that has Pete Davidson getting shot in the face within the first five minutes. <laughs> Just big fan. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Do you not like but I, Pete I, Davidson? I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of his. Dude, I understand. dude, his dad died in 9/11. You can't. I know, him. and that's I. I know. I know. And also, Ariana Grande <laughs> broke right, well, off their engagement. He's How hilarious. dare you? That's, that's true. No, he's Hello? an okay. Okay. <laughs> I like Pete Davidson. I came around to the. I had to really analyze why I didn't like him initially and it's because we're the same age and he's way more successful than me and I hate that Um, but once I got past that I'm like I feel like he and I would probably be friends he's not my favorite stand-up comedian but he's not my least favorite but he just seems like a dude trying to get through life I can appreciate him being a dude trying to get through life I just you know as a comedian I've never like whatever it's neither here nor there he, he, I was, I had no idea. What was his character's name? Blackgate? Blackguard? Blackguard. Blackguard. I have no idea who that is in, in this. Do you have, do you have any history with like some yes. of these characters? Yes, definitely. And that's what was yeah. weird. Resident DC say, guy. Yeah, I will say it's super weird because a lot of these characters as portrayed in this movie are not at all like their comic book counterparts Mm -hmm. like it's like james gunn just like picked characters and said okay like i want to do this character but uh, not like that not like the comic i just need it to fit my script and the person i want to cast as it so but i was curious fair like flula borg's javelin uh javelin is he's died like six times in the comics 
That's so I hilarious. Knew he was dying right away. And he always had like they just ignore the fact that he died. He's like Kenny from South Park. Like they just <laughs> in the comic books, they just like ignore the fact that he had died in a previous story arc. And they're just like, oh, here's Javelin again, I guess. Doesn't matter. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. about Does it doesn't matter. Don't worry about why he's still alive. Um, but Blackguard is actually like kind of a like a super crazy like mercenary like but Mm -hmm. but not a pete davidson crazy like a (laughs) like a john cena crazy like a giant like crazy like punisher okay okay and so when they announced very different davidson was gonna be blackguard i was like yo is he is he about to do like a fucking uh Kun, uh, Kumail Nanjiani and he's gonna fucking get yeah Chris Pratt yeah for a Suicide yeah. Squad like why why well, would he's like, gonna come out it's gonna be advantage. like tiny tiny Eminem haired Pete Davidson yeah. head but like a giant yoked body and he's all just his like, tattoos hey guys, look up. really weird because they're all stretched yeah to fit over his ginormous muscles now <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like- happy that wasn't what happened though. I do like the humor at the uh, at the jump that I think he fit James Gunn's humor, and obviously I see why totally. he cast him for that like five minute bit of like what he was and like knowing his like persona, his public persona, and like mm-hmm. what James Gunn's humor is. It totally for fit. Sure. I don't know if it fit yeah. like you said. I don't know if it fit like that particular DC character, but I was well, like, that, I was fine I, with it. So that's kind of what I was gonna say. Is like the fortunately the characters that james gunn uses especially these kind of characters because some of the other characters we'll talk about are very comic accurate uh Mm -hmm. these expendable characters up front it almost didn't matter because they also in dc universe lore kind of don't matter so it like it was fine for him to take leeway and be like oh yeah now you know the detachable kid is kind of a idiot whereas in the yeah. comic books kind of like this he is like a real super villain but in this he's like you know like slapping yeah. people and <laughs> shit i uh, i will say that i was very happy um q you know this about me uh, me and courtney you will learn but if i could predict what's gonna happen uh like either months in advance or before i see a s- series or a film i get really really happy and so when they announced like the whole cast when they originally announced everything like a year ago, I was going through, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I bet you half of these die in the first 10 minutes. And then it it opened exactly the way that I wanted it to. And Q to your point, it was like all these characters that are uh, pun intended expendable. It was like, I'm just going to put my friends and people characters that I've wanted to use always or wanted to see on screen and people who I think look like those <laughs> characters. Like there's no yeah. reason that I think James Gunn thought Flew LeBorg is a great actor, but it's like you look and sound exactly like I want Javelin to look and sound you're in the movie. And I kind of dig that. Like there, I, I have, I, I'll play my cards too. It's very much enjoyed it i had so much fun with it but mainly because and even if you look on imdb like if you look on imdb the movie is categorized essentially as an action and a comedy <laughs> like and then if yeah. you look at the original one it's an action and a fantasy mm. and i know mm. i'm getting really weird but for me like this was the one this was i needed it to have the comedic tone 
that I felt yeah. like some of the other one was missing. But like for me, watching it was like you did the things that I liked in the first one. You did mm -hmm. them right again. You know, that was yeah. fun. And then everything that I was missing and wanted and didn't get, I felt like I got. And it really, to me, tells that it reinvigorates the story around, you know, Black Panther or some of those other movies where it's trust the directors that love the properties. If right. nothing else, this movie almost makes me want to go back and say, like, David Ayers, please show me what you wanted for your original yes. gritty, like, gritty version of this. Because I got the gore and the comedy and the weirdness that I wanted from this. This is like a trauma Marvel movie. It was I yeah. loved it. But I kind of am now re am really curious on, like, well, what if the studio didn't completely fuck up what David Ayers was trying to do? Would it? Right. Have, it would have been better. But how much? Like, how much would it, could both of them live in the world? I don't know. I just have you guys right. have you guys seen any of the? So you know, like hashtag release the air cut is trending. Yes, I've right seen now. that. Yeah, uh, they're they're up to six hundred twenty five thousand tweets using the hashtag. Uh, and David Ayer is actually like active interacting with the account and they leaked they leaked some script pages uh of filmed stuff and some of the scenes that are described are kind of like fall in line with what david ayer was saying which is i shot a totally different movie and yeah. they chopped it to hell like for example one of the and i don't know if i like this but one of the scenes that got cut that he has like confirmed was filmed is at the end of the movie, there is a romance between Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Oh, oh. interesting. And okay. as there should have been. And they've they've yeah, released now. That. There is actually like a still from the production of them kissing. Oh wow. Uh, okay. And but that just kind of shows you tonally like that wasn't set up in the movie or in the version of the movie that we got at all. Like there's no so? illusion. No, I no. I oh, I no. totally thought that. I well, thought maybe, that. Yes. Maybe, maybe in my personal slash fiction, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I Mine don't know. Killer that Croc that and uh, Deadshot. <laughs> and Deadshot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that that, existed in the movie as a like an actual plot or maybe you were seeing some remnants but i didn't i didn't pick that up in the film at all hmm. well and what i wonder they, oh sorry sorry go ahead Q. no no, no thought, go ahead but go ahead no what i good. wonder no, is maybe like they they were going off because uh margot robbie and will smith did that movie called focus maybe a year or two before yeah. they shot suicide squad and i wonder if david ayers was like oh they have great chemistry as like a couple that would be an interesting way for Carly to get out of the Joker's clutches, and then totally. like then the Genesis for Birds of Prey. That could have been an yeah, interesting totally. like segue into I, that, I, and maybe that that's actually, what it was supposed to be. And I wonder if that was what it was supposed to be. It's like okay, now, now she's dumped the Joker. She's got like a more stable boyfriend, or she's just by herself, and they just like hooked up or whatever. But they do have chemistry because I I saw that movie in theaters. Totally. I remember, and I was like, oh, totally. I like them. I do. Well, have and to that ask. was one of the things. Okay. Oh, you <laughs> no, you go ahead. I just I was gonna ask. I'll question. start going if you guys don't go. 
Now, I, I, what I was going to say was that, and this may lead to a larger discussion, but one of the things that I did appreciate about the way James Gunn wrote it was he left the pieces that were the same. Because that was my huge question going into this is, well, how does Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn fit into the other instances of her playing that same character? And right. also Captain Boomerang and, you know, uh, Rick Flag Waller, like. Rick Flag, uh, like there's so yeah. many same actors, same roles that I was kind of like, well, are they going to even reference it? They kind of don't, but it also could easily be a sequel to Birds of Prey or a sequel mm -hmm. to, you know, one of the other instances and also exist in the same universe as the previous one. I read somewhere that they even wanted Will Smith to come back and actually yeah, they did. be Deadshot. <laughs> well, I was, I saw that. That's exactly what I was going to say is. I think it's kind of obvious because Idris Elba is essentially playing is, Deadshot. It's yeah. literally the same motivation as Deadshot from the original Suicide Squad. Amanda Waller is holding his daughter ransom, yeah. essentially, and is like, if you do not go on this job for me, he is an expert marksman. Like, it's it's essentially an analog of the exact same character. The only difference yeah. is that him and his daughter don't get along. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, and to be fair, in the Air movie, who knows? They may not have gotten along in that movie either. <laughs> like, right. Who knows, who knows what was shot that we didn't see? Uh, I know. Right. But yeah, that was going to be my I question, is, is like, I feel, I feel like some of these characters were analogs for characters that maybe James Gunn wanted to use and couldn't. Yeah. Meh. Okay, is it my turn? Not being one of them. Yeah, totally. It's is always it your turn. turn. Yay. Okay. Uh, reason why I didn't, reasons why I didn't like the movie was the, one of the things that you guys like predicted was, oh, I see this list of people. Oh, they're going to be dead. I hate that. I hate that. I fucking hate that. Don't <laughs> don't give me all of these superb people. And then just be like, there you go. No more of them. What are you do What are you doing? You are wasting your... I don't know how to properly, like, actually articulate the frustration. Just know if I could explode into a thousand pieces, that would be the closest I could get to accurately portraying how much shit like that pisses me That's off. That's literally what they did as well, is explode into a thousand pieces. They yeah. did. And That's I wish it would have been me instead so they could stay in the movie. To be fair, I, I knew it because... That's one of the scenes that as I was watching, I was like, uh, Mia's not going to like this. I feel like <laughs> I'm happy you knew. Mia's I'm not happy on board you with knew. this. Not, the one where not. they all died. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, the, the opening like beat you know, one I of think, my favorite scenes in the whole thing. I'll be completely honest. I, I think was, one of the scenes. I like it too. Really, it, it was Michael Rooker's character. How mm. dare you spend so much time on him only for him to lose his shit and go no never no, misdirection no. no 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 here's the thing yeah he did the opposite of the rule of save the cat if you introduce a yeah. character you're supposed to introduce them helping out something nice and small and lovable he kills that bird mm -hmm. so he damned mm -hmm. himself immediately then that bird can eat feast on his eyeballs yep yep yeah and i save I, the cat I, don't I, you go against the screenwriting rules james gunn and I understand uh, your frustration, Mia, but I think also going going with like the, the history of the Suicide Squad and like with the comics, like that's the whole point. That's like why they're called that is that they're so expendable 
that there that's like he i think james gunn being a fan of the comics he kind of set that up for like mm-hmm. no one is safe kind of a game of thrones-esque like no one is safe mm-hmm. your favorite's gonna right. die and that's that made it thrilling i don't know i was I, just like yeah i get attached to these no characters. one is safe even sean bean oh wait you expected him to die oh yeah well <laughs> he's still gonna bean. die <laughs> honestly sean bean should have been like three different characters at the beginning of the movie <laughs> and that then he should have been the only ones that lived if he really uh, wanted yeah, to I fool think that, us I, I, I would have loved to have seen that Sean Bean show up. It would have turned into a meme. It would have just been a meme movie. Not that it isn't totally. already, but if they would have had him in there, it yeah. just would have been a meme movie. One does not really simply like term... walk into Guggenheim. I also really like the term Sean Bean meme. Sean, Sean, Sean Bean meme. Excuse me, Scene Bean meme. Scene Bean meme. Scene Bean. Sean Bean was also in National Treasure, was he not? He was true with Nicolas Cage. We brought it full Nicolas circle, Cage. guys. Pull That's right. what I do as a comedian. Just call back. Here's, a, all I do. here's a trend what, that I'd like to start, everybody. Next time anybody seen, sees Sean Bean, run up and flick him in the nose and be like, flick the bean and then run away. <gasps> flick no. the bean? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. It's it. even run. worse I don't if care. I do it. <laughs> Why? I think he'd love it. I Why? Because I'm it. the Hispanic? Oh, oh, oh fair. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> that is layered. Okay. That is the I take layer. I take it back on that level. It's just the uh, annoying Sean Bean angle that I want to leave it on. <laughs> I was yes. thinking of it from the female masturbation angle. Yeah, that's yeah, not what I was going yeah, that's why I said it's layered. The there's, Sean oh, Bean sure. and yeah, there's no, like Shrek. There are layers, but Mia, mm-hmm. what else did you not like about this movie? <laughs> um, the bad guy. Which, yeah. one? Wait, wait, which one? Wait, which the one? Or the starfish? Do- the, the doctor starfish. or the starfish? Oh, I mean, the U.S. is actually the ultimate bad guy, isn't it? The United States Industrial Complex is the yeah. real. I mean, villain. Peacemaker is also the bad guy. Look, all yes. things related to the U.S. protecting its ass is the bad guy, and sure. I know the starfish. Fish wasn't supposed isn't technically the bad guy, just the one doing the most bodily harm, I guess you could say. It's just yeah. <sighs> I know it's like a real thing in the comics. I get it. Okay, cool. But yeah. <clears throat> so it's just yeah. I'm okay, having so real I wanna di- myself, no, I wanna so dissect just get a bunch that. of grunts. <laughs> no, that's good. I wanna dissect that even I further. I wanna dissect okay. Starro. So yeah, I was gonna yeah, say so like Starro. So was your issue that it was like was your issue with the character or was your issue with the motivation of the villainy or was your issue the fact that there was just a giant starfish it's the fact that it was just a giant starfish in the movie okay got it yeah 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 at its base level that's what i didn't like i i understood everything else i actually enjoyed everything else but So, so Mia, Mia, I hear, yes. and would not have liked the original ending of The Watchmen. Is what no. I'm, is what I'm gathering. Definitely not, because that involves giant squids. Squid. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of. You mean like in the Jay. comic? Was that in the comic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, Jay, that actually, I w- I've been wanting to ask you this. I kind mm-hmm. of feel like this was James Gunn doing a bit of a Watchmen thing. Like I feel like this was kind a bit of, of Watchmen. I, I feel light, like it was him. like a reference. It was 
I think it was him like getting the characters of the Suicide Squad that he uh, has said and claimed that he's loved since he was a kid, and then like mushing together trauma. And um, what's and trauma? Gonna... What's trauma? What is that? Uh, trauma is like the old, the old like gore cast uh, movies. Like Toxic Avenger was a trauma movie. They use a lot Tromeo of Romeo practice... and Juliet. Yeah, Tromeo and Juliet. They're old, like very, very <laughs> gory. Practical Sergeant Sergeant Bukaki. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> um, and uh, but they're all extremely low budget, but they're based in practical effects and gore. Toxic Avenger is the most famous one, but. James Gunn is a big gore hound. He was a big practical effects and horror movie guy. Tell. If oh, I mean, it's honestly <laughs> like if someone was like, "Hey, here, take what you did with Slither, make it a superhero <laughs> movie, and here's like a billion dollars." Okay, or, wait, or wait, wait, also wait. with actually, the Scooby Doo movies, same deal. I, oh right, <laughs> super gory, super <laughs> Scooby Doo movies. I I will say I do I do slightly like as you guys know i'm not a huge gore person like yeah. at all right okay. but all of the like you know mild spoiler free reviews that i read prior to going into this movie were like oh my god it's disgusting and it's so gory and i'm gonna be totally honest the gore in this movie did not bother me at all yeah like, i think no. i think because it was so ludicrous yeah like none of it mm. felt like real gore <laughs> like it all okay, felt okay. like ridiculous things kind of happening yeah so it yeah like fantastic exactly like it fit it didn't feel like like one of the things that i hate most in movies right is uh i think there was a movie called the town is it the town that dreaded sundown jay the horror movie yeah it's well there's two there's of a those scene. you saw the remake you saw the remake oh my god there's a scene where a woman is escaping from the killer and she like jumps off uh -oh. a balcony and her like leg shatters and the bone like pops through and it like lingers on like this happening. You can't do realistic gore. That makes me want to vomit like that. <laughs> I have so much issue with that but watching the, like i could literally watch these scenes on repeat and just be like this is crazy uh, yeah. like, i don't even know well it's these like people kill are filled bill. with jello like it's i don't like know what's kill bill here. violence versus like hostile violence there's totally. a difference yeah. there's a difference in the entertainment factor i mean and honestly it there was so much about like this movie. I think the tone nailed it. I think that's really what it was with this one is that there was so much about the last one that I did like. I really like Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. I think whatever oh, script perfect. she is given, she can nail it. I mm -hmm. think Margot Robbie is the best Harley Quinn across every movie and every platform. Um, she yeah. is amazing and she's good in that first one too. Uh, yes. Agreed. Dead, Deadshot Bloodsport, exactly the same character. I will say though, I 100% think that they did a uh, Rick flag more justice in this movie than yeah. they did in the last one. And I believe that was the writing and the whole like Cara Delvegni love interest story. No longer being there. Cause it didn't need to be in the first place. Also, it didn't also need real it. quick, real quick. Um, why was Harley separate so much from everyone? I, I was curious you guys' thoughts on that because part of it was, I think, giving her the ability to have kind of that cathartic 
oh, what's she going to do with this new romance type thing? But mm, also yeah. to really, really pay off that joke of we have a great plan to rescue you, but you don't need it. Mm, I think it, yeah. James Gunn really wanted to play off the fact that Harley was captured and she she could get out herself without any help. Yeah, she's fine. I think also with her too, like thinking from more of a business perspective, it's like, okay, we have the most bankable actress in the movie and the most bankable like character here. We got we have two and a half hours to fill this movie. Like I think that there was an element of like the studio maybe Warner Brothers being like, Okay, we need a little more Harley Quinn. We are, we already gave her her movie, but we also should do a little bit more with her. Yeah. And I think obviously I I enjoyed every bit of that solo outing, and I think like it was a nice little ta- like nice little bow on the end of Birds of Prey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like she doesn't, she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't yeah, need anybody. No, I agree, and that's why I think it like it yeah. does it does tie in. It's not like a direct mm-hmm. sequel. People are like not mentioning Birds of Prey, but it's right. kind of like yeah, she's in the emotional place that she could have been after that there there I, was that brief moment of like oh she got you all like oh you weren't in prison last time i saw you it's like oh i got back in for speeding or something the early on throwaway joke at the very beginning of the movie so it was it is i think a sequel in the, that aspect sorry go ahead q i hard agree no don't don't say sorry at all i was totally like interrupting because i'm so excited i I'm so excited. have <laughs> thought about this and i have talked about this i think in my personal opinion, this was the best portrayal of Harley Quinn that we have gotten on screen yet. Yeah, live I action. Think, I agree. Yeah. Yes. This feels the most in line with her character, even outside of mm-hmm. Birds of Prey. I think Birds the of wackiness. Prey was doing a lot. I think Birds of Prey was doing a lot of cleanup work from Suicide Squad to try and yeah. like. And I think they kind of mm. overcorrected in some areas. Um Whereas this in this movie, I think she still feels dangerous and unpredictable, Mm -hmm. which is what which is like a key component of her character. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is after she bangs the dictator, dude, and then she's having a conversation and he mentions like, you know, people dying, kids dying. And she says she says the line of something to the effect of, I promised myself that if I ever got into a situation again like this, <laughs> where I saw red I would, flags, I would kill him. And then she just shoots him in the chest. And I, I was like, that was amazing. As she should. <laughs> I very much did not see that twist happening that way. Yeah. I knew she but wasn't it, there. It felt and totally be... in line with her character. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and her development totally. as a character. And I honestly, I might take that up as like a personal, like a personal, like oh, no. uh, uh, thing that I hang on to. I'm like, well, you're him. out of my life. <laughs> yeah, just murder now. Courtney like, is gonna go on a murdering murder. spree. I, I have had, I've had, I have had my own Joker a few times, so I, <laughs> I, I, I empathize deeply with Harley Quinn. Courtney, you're gonna show up for the next recording of Murder She Joke. You're gonna like, guys, I know that this is going to sound like a very realistic story that I have an idea for of a murder, but I promise yeah. you it's totally made up. So just yes. go yeah. along with I, it. It's and totally then that's going to be up. your alibi. Your alibi will, yes. will, will be like, oh, well, I mean, obviously I'm joking about it on this podcast. How could I You'd have to be crazy to do something like that. Exactly. Ignore <laughs> the blood under my fingernails. It's just old nail polish. <laughs> Don't worry about totally, it. Totally. Totally. Um, I Ugh. will say, 
one weird uh, Margot Robbie, not weird, very cool and impressive Margot Robbie fact is uh, that scene where she is hanging and she yep. like breaks the dude's neck. That was 100% real and performed yep. by her. Yeah. She it's broke amazing. that dude's neck for real. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> one murdered take. a dude on One set. take. Yeah. Uh, the only thing uh, uh, not worthy of belief in that scene is the fact that a dude torturing you would turn his back to you that closely. That's it. Everything else, yeah. superb. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I saw that interview too because James Gunn was saying I wrote that scene and I expected to use a stunt double and Margot was like I think I could do it and like did it on the first try or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the insane. first try, and, like, that's magnificent. I uh, you also got well, like mean, fa oh factor in that she did the first movie where in the first Suicide Squad where she was doing that aerial dance scene in the opening mm -hmm. scene and also she was yeah. Tanya Harding so like yeah this woman has a lot of like dexterity and skill we she could also hold her or breath for five have, minutes <laughs> she can <laughs> we yeah. may or may not love her uh on this show i love her so much about it. um you know what God, we're talking a lot about the characters of this movie and the purpose of us getting together today was to rank our top five characters are you guys ready yeah. to just dial in and really rank and do a list yes at the 40 almost yes. 40 minute mark <laughs> yeah exactly we need to dive in and talk Suicide about these characters list. that we love all right uh we're gonna list everybody let's do it this is where we make a list a list all right we're listing this is all right. the point in the show where we list. This is making the list. Well, you know, our, as our guest, um, Q, would you yes. like to start us off to, with your number yeah. five favorite character and why? Yes. Uh, my number five character favorite character is Ratcatcher 2's Rat. Uh, oh! I didn't even think of him as an option! Was it, was it Pierre? What was his name? Um I, I don't remember. I should have looked it up prior to this, but I do have a fun fact about him. Uh, that was a real rat. It was a real rat. It was a real, a real trained rat that will wave. Yeah. Uh, I, was, uh, James Gunn shared a thing I've ever seen in my Instagram. entire life. It's amazing. It's, it's I amazing. I loved that character so much. There are so many scenes where, uh, I just watched the movie again today in preparation for this episode. Uh, the scene where he gives Bloodsport a leaf and Bloodsport <laughs> is like, why the fuck would I want a leaf? <laughs> <laughs> is so cute. And the character development at the end when, when Bloodsport <laughs> is like, when he's on his leg and he's just like petting yeah, him, that is, that is the cutest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Damn it. Yes. Is fucking adorable. So he and I'm going to look up his name while you guys go. But I, he is my number five. I am ashamed that I didn't even I didn't even think of that. That little cute critter as for my list. I know. Um, I uh, I'll follow you, Q, and then I'll turn it over to the to the ladies. But um, I my number five was someone that was in the original Suicide Squad, who I think in this movie, they not only amped up their presence, but amped up their purpose. And amped up, and and again, this this person is just fantastic. But it's my number five is Amanda Waller, Viola uh, mm. Davis. Mm. Because Sebastian is his yeah. name. Sorry, awesome. Yeah, 
Little Sebastian. Oh no, no, not bye, Little Sebastian. Bye, not the bye, bye, <laughs> Little Sebastian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Five hundred thousand candles in the. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I um, applies to that pony and that? applies to this rat. Sorry, yeah. Amanda yeah. Waller. <laughs> oh right, right. Um, and I'll and I'll keep it brief. But essentially, like in that first movie, there's so little understanding of like her motivation of why, like why is the secret task force just coming to get her? Why was she there? Why did she kill all those innocent people in that room? Like, what is she actually accomplishing with any of anything? I just thought this movie with her being that they, the facsimile of this mission has to get done. And I literally don't care about these 40 people that I sent to do it. She right. was amazing. She was scary. She was very oh, yeah. scary at certain parts. And Truly. I just, yeah, I was like, I thought they, they amped up what they what i thought was a pretty strong part of that first one and they they somehow outdid For themselves sure. so my opinion yeah. i was like oh i gotta talk about amanda I get, viola gets a love for me whenever i can dish it out oh always True. such a brilliant actress so that's my number Great five choice love it very good choice mia you want to go oh i was gonna let you go because in oh, my okay. head, it, it's so on my screen, it's it actually is Q, J, U, and me. So it makes oh, sure. Let's do oh, it. Oh, I see. All this. right. Okay, cool. Well, I have a few honorable mentions. Sorry, Q. I know this isn't your vibe, but I have a Fuck. few. <laughs> All right. I'm logging off. I'll see you. No! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go through my, my honorable mentions real quick and list my number five. So honorable mentions are Peacemaker, Rick Flag, Detachable Kid, and Blackguard. And my number five, so those are my honorable mentions for various reasons. They didn't okay. make the list, but I enjoyed them. My number five is King Shark. Yeah, nice. S yeah, Sylvester I just Stallone. Thought, hey, oh, yeah. I'm a shark. Yeah, boy, boy, I know. Boy, it was boy, two boy, people boy. that I like a lot. Sylvester Stallone and Steve Agee, who was a comedian who's very funny mm -hmm. and playing like the body, doing like the body double for him. Yeah. Um, I just found them so endearing. It was everything they probably wanted for Killer Croc to be, you know, in that mm -hmm. sense. But like, yet, yet it, there was a, such an endearing and sweet quality that I think James Gunn is really good at doing with like, uh, you know, anthropomorphic characters, you know. Um, mm. And I just really enjoyed. He had again. I mean, not to compare it only to Guardians. My I compared it to Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit because I thought it was similar in a lot of ways. That hmm. they, He was kind of their Groot, I guess. Very yeah. few words, okay. very okay. endearing, but like yeah. also like a menace and like would fuck you up <laughs> instantly. <laughs> so Here, I thought he was fun. I, I, I let me let me pile on on that in a little bit, a little bit, because he's not on my list and I'll explain why. Um, I very much enjoyed how they used him. I thought him wanting to be friends was super endearing. We we friends. No, no. I was like no. But Rob Funches as King Shark mm -hmm. on um on the Harley Quinn cartoon show. I just yes. he is my King Shark, and so even <laughs> as much as I love the portrayal in this movie, I loved him ripping people apart. It was always just like yeah, I I need you wearing a sweater and sounding like Rob Funches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed it. Ron Funches is an amazing comedian, though, too. So oh, give him his flowers. Stellar. Yes. Well, Great choice, though. Super fun character. Just like indestructible yeah. at the end when they're like shooting him a thousand times. And I was like, oh, I know. no. And then he just got up. And I, I was know. Like, oh, yay. 
He's fine. Yay. His little friends betrayed him. Those little uh, fishies betrayed him. That was, that which was made really me funny. sad. That was funny, but it made me really sad because he wanted friends. And I, uh, I, I understand. So Being a weird kid, weird. I understand being in that place. I love it. I feel you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I want someone like you. Okay. Um. So <laughs> my number five is Bloodsport. Okay. Nice. So nice. great character. I love Idris. But um Idris of of Idris. I'm sorry, it, it's Idris, not I, not Idris. Is that, is that I, I don't know. When you whisper oh, it in the dark, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whisper. <laughs> um no, I I thought his character was great. It was fine. Um, he played the hell out of it. He definitely had fun with it. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. watching him have fun playing that character. I enjoyed him just getting lost and being a, a, a an asshole who he doesn't so want to be a leader, fun. but he is. <laughs> he had so much yeah. fun not liking yeah. that rat. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. This, this there was the his. What the fuck is he giving me? A his role was fun and I cared about him. Um, but I didn't care about him as much as I cared about the other four on the list. So. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that. I think that uh, Idris Elba is awesome. I fucking, I, I legitimately love him. Like I, <laughs> yeah. if he winked at me going into a bathroom stall at an airport, I would follow him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would just fair, see where that fair. went. I don't know. Um, go somewhere great. I will say, as much as I love him, I feel like he was just being Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Like yeah. it was, yeah. It, it was a character. It was a version of him that I have seen before in like Hobbs and Shaw, and um, I, I have seen, I have seen him kind of do this like tough guy. With a sarcastic attitude role. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it just kind of seemed like, so he's actually not on my list at all, but I totally understand him being low on your list, which is why I was adding my two cents. I also just wanted to say that I'd follow him into a bathroom stall in case he's listening. Had to had to get it out there. Well, the main question though is would you follow your number four into a bathroom stall? Um Probably not because my no. number four, my number four is Nanawe is King Shark, uh, <laughs> and I would get Very brutalized nice. by that dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I will, I will agree with you, Jay, that I do like Ron Funch's portrayal. I, I feel like this is a totally separate thing. King yep. Shark in the comics, in the animated movies. He has been portrayed different, differently almost every single time they portray his character. Huh. In the Flash TV series, he's different. Like, it's it it kind of is just up to the interpretation of whoever is bringing the character to the right. screen. And I genuinely think he was one of the best parts of this movie. I think he added a level of characterization and kind of pathos to a movie that very easily could have just been a bunch of very unlikable characters doing Mm -hmm. a bunch of very unlikable things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he kind of added that, like to use your analogy, that kind of Groot level, level thing uh, 
and 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 Courtney, like you were saying, I mean, I also saw a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy style like framework in yeah, his yeah. team building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of it really super mirrored, like, all right, we gotta have this character, we gotta have the goofy one, and then we gotta have the like sweet animalistic one, then we gotta have like the sarcastic, snarky, snappy guy, and then we gotta have right. the, like kind of big dumb one. And it was like so there was a lot of the that. ass kicker. I, I definitely yeah. felt a Drax peacemaker comparison, like really, really yeah. heavily. A lot of the yeah, um, yeah. I would definitely, I definitely thought that too. Yeah. So, but I thought the character was really well done. First off, it's maybe some of the best CG in a character good. that I have seen. In yeah. A long time. So like, good. It was really good looking. Um, but also, I mean, I just, I, how can you not love somebody that literally their introduction scene is them reading a book upside down and say, good, be reading book. good," And he's like, yeah, yeah, I see that. Also, your book is upside down. Uh, yeah. I fucking love that. I'm like, how that's an instantly in yeah. like, that is screenwriting one Oh one. You have instantly endeared me to that character. Yes, and now I'm just like, I love him. I don't care how many people he eats or rips in half. He's adorable. I know. Like, it was actually really, was I, right. I, I was the same way. I was like, oh, it's really cute how he's just tearing those people apart. It's adorable. <laughs> so he's so he sweet. Does, he doesn't know any better. He's just a big He's just guy hungry. I get hungry. <laughs> I get angry when I'm hungry, too. Yeah. Someone, someone give him some chummy chum. Uh, I will say, yeah. <laughs> and not to like show my cards too much, but I also really liked the interplay between Ratcatcher Two and King Shark. I thought that that mm -hmm. was a, I thought that was a a good way once again screenwriting to endear us to both of those characters mm -hmm. and kind of mm. show that even though you know she was about to get eaten. <laughs> By him, yeah. she still is just like extending that olive branch that right. like all creatures are okay. Yeah. Uh, like like her father Taika Waititi says. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I wish, I wish my father was Taika Waititi. God, uh, me too. Wouldn't that be great? That one was actually more like Taika Wad Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, oh. moving, moving on. Uh, as quickly as possible. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to ha hashtag that too. Actually, actually, yeah, Taika Wad Daddy. I just said that. Uh, all right. <laughs> Jay, what's your number four? While so I I'm go gonna, like blush myself to death. I'm going to take your. <laughs> big hulking sweetheart and i'm gonna go to my number four which is a big hulking asshole because my number four is peacemaker um, <laughs> Yay! and 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 mia let me explain um because okay. i see your face i'm into it yeah i i have zero agreement or affinity for who he is in the movie Wait, you're but saying if, I if think it was required for peace to you eat, eat an entire island full of dicks, you wouldn't do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I would do that just for fun. Um, oh, not even for peace, it. just like for Saturday. So you do um, somewhat align with some of his ideals. I do. Okay, you know what? I'll take it back. Me me and the beach dick eating, <laughs> we're all we're aligned. Um, but, man... And I've said it in other episodes, but damn it, if John Cena isn't growing on me as a dude who I just enjoy his presence in 
on screen. I think he is a fun person when he is on screen. He knows exactly what that character is and mm-hmm. what makes that character tick. And even though that character is a huge dickhead, I, I he made the movie better with his presence. And yeah. then the the twist at the end paid off a joke from the beginning, which is like, well, me and Bloodsport do the exact same thing. And he's like, yeah, but yeah. I do, do it better and smaller bullet. Like they have that back and forth, which is fun. But at the end, it's like, well, no, no one on the team is here for a, like a direct purpose. He was there because mm-hmm. he was Amanda Waller's like sidekick. And that's yeah. just, oh, I, I just, I don't know. His presence in the movie upped my enjoyment factor of the movie. So I had to put him on my list somewhere. No, I totally get it. Um, yeah, that's why he made my honorable mention. I thought he was yeah. I thought he was great. I and I yeah, John Cena is very endearing, weirdly. Like I first saw him in no. Trainwreck, which is Yeah, I first saw him in Trainwreck, which is apparently where James Gunn first saw him was in Trainwreck, the uh uh Amy Schumer Dun Apatow movie. And that's what where he got the idea to cast him in the Suicide Squad when it came up, which which wow. I find interesting. And I'd like to have that connection with James Gunn. <laughs> I know, seriously, my goodness. But yeah, so, that's why yeah. he's my number four. So the I only like part it. of John Peace Cena that bothers me is is this this like weird giganto vein that's like <laughs> in his arm that I couldn't stop staring at the entire movie. Every scene he's in, it's like this weird. It like it made me feel. Oh yeah, I know. Like it. at any point, it was just going to explode, and I was like, "You hold an Austin Powers looking at the mole." I did. Yeah. I was like, veiny, 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 vein, 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 vein. This movie is veiny good. I mean, very good. <laughs> I just wanted to poke it with a stick. You're so vain. I'm just talking uh, about John Cena. You're so vain. <laughs> I guess Courtney, it's my turn. Please, away, quick. Okay, Courtney, yes. number four, go. Yes. Number four. Uh, we did not get to see this character for very long, but I was immediately endeared and compelled to this character is Savant, Michael Rooker's character. Mm. I was just like, so I was kind of like the Game of Thrones, Sean, Sean Bean effect, which I, we talked about earlier. I'm like, yeah, this guy, if he had, he was the only one I think out of that whole group that I was like, I'd like to see a movie based around him because we were prepared for him to be the protagonist. So I was like, Immediately, the fact that in five minutes he got me hooked, and I'm, I still love that he was on. He didn't make me less. If that, if that yeah. takes a little to get me on board, you know? So, he's my number four. I like the the ball thing where he was, like, bouncing the ball. He killed the bird. I don't like killing animals. It makes it sound like <laughs> I like killing animals. I don't. I am, I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer. Just to clarify, Courtney, you are pro-animal murder. You're no pro scenes of animal you murder. Oh, and sure. make it sound like I am, but no. <laughs> I will say uh, that I'm... hair made him look like a vampire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was very down for all of that, like all the elements mm-hmm. <laughs> that his character was doing. I'm like, this is great. I am ready for him to potentially be like maybe a vampire, but definitely like a mercenary of some sort. I was into it, and then he died, and that's also why I liked him more because I think like it's the same effect with like Nirvana or something. Like if they were still around, would we like them as much? Would we like their fifth Christmas album that much? We probably wouldn't. So mm, you know, yeah. <laughs> just saying. No, I'm heavily inclined to agree. So that's why he's wonderful, because of the okay. potential that was lost. 
I it also applies to every guy that I date. It's like, oh, there's so much potential there. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no. Also, the detachable kid is uh, is related to that. Yes, I he get yeah, out of here. Uh, he, get out. Get out. Just get out of here. <laughs> you. I like. Yeah, I loved what do you it. Got? I, um, my number four is Harley. Whoa. I feel like I feel like I feel like you guys might probably have her way higher or whatever if she's even on your list but for me she's 4 um okay. because even though I I understand the relative importance of her going on her own and then that scene needing to play out and the message that she was displaying plus a couple of other things um it still felt like half Suicide Squad, half Harley movie, and I wanted mm -hmm. a, I signed up for a Suicide Squad movie. Um, yeah. So I think that's the only, that's literally the only reason why she's at number four because she wasn't as much part of the team as I wanted her to be. Right. Um, but yeah. otherwise, I agree that this was still the best portrayal mm -hmm. yet, um, that it felt like the Harley that I love um, and and all of that stuff like especially when she was just like and kids like yeah and, yeah and kids so it's just it's a, it's a full thing for me so i yeah she's she's definitely deserves to be on my list she's just not as high as others because of that That's i love fair. no it's fair yeah i'm probably gonna go with her for halloween it. so fair i'm not surprised and though and i've seen it no one should be surprised it. Now you just need to work on being able to like snap people's neck with your thighs. I, you yeah. know what? I'm actively working move. on that. Yes, between uh, the running and the roller skating, I think I'll get there. There was yeah, lo that's logical next step for you, Courtney. Yeah, it's like You're I've been here for like past six years for Halloween. I should obviously oh. know how to do these things. So diversify, Courtney. Diversify. I know. I know. There was a meme I saw recently of this chick selling lemonade but when she sells it she's making it from scratch and she's doing it by squeezing the lemons between her thighs and i totally think that should be a photo shoot opportunity for yourself <laughs> i love that and then just oh like sell it sell it out yeah i just i think that would and it would be even oh funny if you found someone like... dressed as batman and had batman be the one who's trying to buy the lemonade at the lemonade I would stand love that. and so. with my blonde my like blonde my harley quinn blonde hair now put some like pink and blue dye in it done there we go done there you go Amazing. so oh, i'm ready for it okay q so sorry sorry oh no worries i'm you guys guessed uh i my number three i kind of went back and forth on but i'm gonna put amanda waller at my number three nice. uh, hey i wasn't alone i think <laughs> From and and I kind of have a different reason for it. I think well, first off, Viola Davis is awesome all the time. Mm -hmm. Chef kiss, but she, her character is the most comics accurate portrayal of any character in this movie. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Um, bless you. Woo, bless, bless, you. bless you. I am so I was so moved by it that it was triggering sneezes just thinking about it uh, like looking at the sun looking at Viola Davis. it was exactly <laughs> uh, uh, it was just the most accurate and I really appreciate that because I think it is also another example of just 
perfect casting. Oh like, yeah. Yes. Spot on perfect casting. I don't know that anyone else could have played that character as well. Um nah. and she's just one of those no. she's just one of those villains that you just like really like to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's because her logic is relatively sound and that's mm-hmm. the problem. No. Like she's a no. villain but like what she's saying also sort of makes sense. And so you're yeah. like, ah, I hate that I kind of understand where you're coming from. <laughs> like, I, yeah. that makes me feel bad as a person because I shouldn't. No, well, I the get other, it. The other side of that is not so much. It, it, yes, her logic is completely sound, but also she never wavers. It's like, listen, I told you we're going in here to do this. It's like, yeah, but a human being kind of means these other things. I'm not a human being. I said, we're going in here to do the thing. But like, well, like her nickname in the comics. We're going in here to do the thing. Her nickname yeah. in the comics is The Wall. Yeah. Because yep. that's literally like you come up against a wall. Like you have no options when you hit the wall. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, right. And I will say one of the best scenes was her like cold ass blooded scene when she's talking to Bloodsport, recruiting him, and she's like making the threat against his daughter. And I was just like, yikes. Like that yeah. shit was like blood curdling. Like I was like, ooh, yeah. like, that's some fancy shit. Even because uh, Steve Aggie's in as is her assistant as well, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, he, yeah. even he like goes to her and is like, you were like, we're not gonna do all that shit, right? We're not actually gonna do right. that shit that you're talking about, right? And she was it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. And it's just like, fuck. Like, yeah. Hey, out of all, like, in a movie that is literally populated with killers, somehow she's the most dangerous one and she's the good guy. Well, and that, the good guy. That, yes. It's that to me. And I think that's what they were trying to do with the scene in the first one where she kills all the techs in that room before she leaves. Yeah. I think they're trying to establish that. But it's so far out of left field that it's like, what the fuck is even happening? In this one, you see it. Like, from the very beginning, she is that. And then everything she does throughout the movie is just falls directly in line with, yeah, she's doing exactly what she said she would do. And so yeah, I, right. I, I I appreciated that. So I'm, I'm glad I wasn't alone in, in talking about her. Yeah. I think with that, too, like... I guess kind of comparing the two movies and kind of going on off on like a tangent of like um, uh, of like why one worked and the other one didn't was like I think James Gunn does a good job of showing who they are versus just like having it in exposition and discussion. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in the first one it was like this is so and so they'll rip your head off, but we don't really see that. And with Amanda Waller, like she does like like mm-hmm. it, it, same thing for like the the characters in that movie, including Amanda, Amanda Waller, and and in this the Suicide Squad, you just see her do it, you know. And yeah. I think that's a good one of the reasons why this movie probably was received better because you go to a movie to see a movie, not to hear it or hear people talk mm-hmm. about it. Anyway, that's my own good little point. movie like bullshit that I want my my non film school but YouTube movie film school right there. I <laughs> Thank love you. It. Thank you. I I wish I would have gone to film school, but I said I'm doing YouTube. Oh, so don't we all? <laughs> um, man, I like that. My my thir- my number three. It will be relatively quick because we've talked a lot about the character and all of the reasons. But it's Harley Quinn. Um, okay. I just 
I dug it. Like I thought the cue to your point. I think Mar- Margot Robbie just nailed it. I think that this movie sh- is the perfect mix of that irreverence plus the mm-hmm. craziness and the devil may careness and the whole suicidal tendency of her to just do anything that might get her killed and do it dancing almost. But yeah. there, there was depth to her. Like there, Margot Robbie is able to take some of the ethos and some of the pathos that have been in the other movies that the character, you know, has taken in and shown that that she's more than just a psychotic killer. Um, she's mm-hmm. a psychotic killer with weird skewed morals. Um, yeah. But yeah, so my number three, Harley Quinn, I think it's, it is the strongest portrayal of her. And even mm-hmm. in a movie where I've seen her play that character two or three other times, she's mm-hmm. still one of my favorite parts of this one. So, Yeah, I like that. I like that answer. I, yeah, Mar- Margot and Robbie's such a good actress that she can I do like anything. I like her running around like. with a javelin. That was fun. Like I love the fact that she so good. didn't... She did, that was one of my favorite running gags in the movie is that... Uh, javelin didn't tell her what the great purpose was and so she didn't Mm -hmm. know she was just like i'm carrying this thing and it has a great purpose and i guess i'll figure it out and i I thought that was very funny i did read an article i really like i just got very obsessed after i watched the movie and had to read everything and watch everything but i did read an article where someone was like theorizing that harley quit like the purpose for that javelin and just like her just coincidentally everything for that's happened to her in that movie is that her her main superpower is luck she's just very lucky in a lot of ways and just the situation um, and i thought that was an uh, interesting take marvel character which one Actually, oh, Domino. Uh, Domino, thank you. Domino, thank okay. You. Yeah, just that she has a lot of luck. I mean, obviously very skilled, but I thought that was an interesting take on... She didn't know what the purpose was for, but yet things keep happening that just work yeah. out for her in that way. That could totally. just be, again, moving the plot along in the movie, but I, I thought that was an interesting take. I like I like that yeah. deeper reading into it. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Yeah, I like that too. So I want to stick with that, that I think she's just a lucky person. I think some people just have it. Um, oh, it's For my sure. turn. As I just like continue to fucking talk the whole time. Sorry, most of the fuck. <laughs> I love it. From me. Please do. Oh, I just love. The, I just love DC so much. Um, my number three is Rat Catcher Two, not the rat, but the person herself. I, I think she's great. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. I think the actress. I had never Daniela heard Melitor. of her. Yeah. Great. Great job. Yeah, yeah, the character actually, the character Ratcatcher too is based on. It was actually a man, and I think that's what they were basing Tyka's yep. character off of at mm-hmm. the end. Because in the comics, it's a dude, but they just like made her like the daughter. That's why they called her Ratcatcher too. So right, that right, was a nice definitely. little like like liberty that James Gunn took with that. I was not familiar with that character great. in the slightest, and I yeah, I definitely was invested in everything. I good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Has that actress I, been yeah, in anything thought, else that anybody has seen? She's uh, more of a foreign actress, I believe. I don't okay. think she's done yeah. anything really in America. I think she's done wherever wherever she is from, she's done more work in that country, I believe. Well, she will. Um, now. She was great in Portugal. Very compelling. She's Portuguese. Portuguese. Okay. Nice. So I think she's done more work in more of Portugal. For sure. For sure. All of it. All of it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and this was her big breakout. American yeah. role, I suppose. So she was great and uh, compelling and fun 
and just like believable. I yeah, all of it. I thought she was cool. That's my number three. I love it. I love it. Mia. Hey. Mama so Mia. My, my number three was a fight between two characters. Um, uh, but I picked this one because of a lot of the comedy relief from this character. And then also um, just I get it. And it's and it's a uh, polka dot man. <laughs> Oh, sure. oh, good old David Dast Mal Malkian? Malkian? Yes. First off, I don't know if you guys know, but he's been in a crap ton of superhero movies. Oh. Like, yeah, he was an right. Ant-Man. I love this guy. Um, yeah. He was an Ant-Man. He was in Gotham. Batman. He's in two Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. he was in Gotham as well, playing somebody Fun else. Fact, Dark Knight was his very first movie that he ever did. Yeah. What? Damn. What a movie. What a fucking yeah. awesome movie to start your career with. I and know. and the Jeez. thing is, and, and it's a weird thing because that movie is damn near perfect. Everybody yes. in it gives a stellar, very, very memorable performance. Including he has him. <laughs> one scene where he plays a crazy ass Joker cop, and he is yeah. also one of the most memorable parts of that movie. Yes. 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 Uh, he wasn't you. a Joker cop. He was, he was, um, He's uh, the, Right, right. He was towards the end when when they're letting all of the asylum people out, and he's one of the people who got. And here's well, he was in, in Dark Knight um, as the cop who like shoots at. Uh, oh right, uh, right. No, you're right. You're whatever. right. I forgot that one. And I forgot that one. But he's also in the other. Yeah, so he's in a bunch of these. I love him. So thank you for mentioning him. You're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. Um, yeah. No. So I picked him because uh, I get. I get it. I get. The manipulation with the parent thing, get that, mm. get that way deep down in there. Um, but also, I lo look, the actress who played his mom, she did work. <laughs> she did work. Yeah. And I yeah. loved it. I ate it up. And um, she, she, he, they were great for me. Um, but I also love that he was utterly pathetic. Um, yeah. But also excited. Like his. Are, are we just doing spoilers? Can I just do spoilers? Of course. This is I, think okay. I think at this point. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> um, at, because his his life ended at the happest part of, of his life. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. there was not a better she time is, for him um, to die than to be like, yeah, I'm a superhero kicking my mom's ass. That's yeah. it. That's credit, all you needed. That's all you needed. Credit where credit's due. That actress's name is Lynn Ash. And, uh. Okay. So credit, she's in Quentin uh, or Q. She's in your Doom Patrol show. Yeah, no, I or, recognized her. I was like, <clears throat> I will say, uh, can we all recognize oh. the most adorable part of uh, Polka Dot Man's entire story, which wasn't even in the movie, which is the fact that David Dashmal Chain adopted a cat that yes. ran up to him From and that the costume designer made the cat a tiny is, polka dot man costume. Oh. <laughs> I love, I loved this movie, but that's still my favorite thing about this movie. It's and literally it's the, movie. The, the most disgustingly adorable thing I've ever yes. seen in my life. I hate the it. And I love it. I hate it. I'm Googling there are, right now. Yes. Googling. There are pictures of him and this cat. And it's literally, I, I was, I was talking about it with Haley and I literally said, I was like, first off, it's cool that you found this cat on set. But secondly, 
that his little costume is actually made by the costume designer who made the actual Pokedame costume. I was like, so you, he's got like an actual costume. You can't get more like, legit, 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 legit costume. It's it's adorable. Oh, it so, is yeah. very adorable. Jesus. That cat is living its best life right now. Oh man. Yeah. Dave's bat. Pokemon Man was a good choice. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, that makes um, me like him more, man. Gosh, All right, so my... <sighs> Top two, man. Me, I'm, me, I'm having your struggles here. My, my two and one. I have really gone back and forth on because mm. they kind of represent similar things to me. Mm. All right, fuck. Uh, my number two is going to be Ratcatcher two. Okay, my number nice. two is Ratcatcher two. Perfect. Oh, shit. My my number two, but here is my only hesitancy about not only having her so high on the list is for better or for worse. I think she is the only character in the film that is truly fleshed out as a character. Um, oh interesting yeah and so i think automatically by default i like her because she is a well-rounded character we know where she came from she has a clear arc as a character we know like she interacts and makes the characters around her better like so part yeah. of me is like fuck i don't know if it's because it's a really great role or because of the lack of that with any of the other characters right uh, right hey I loved her performance. Um, originally, God, what did I read? Uh, originally, Taika was supposed to be another character in this movie, mm -hmm. uh, but he dropped out. And I think it was because of Free Guy, actually. Uh, timing wise, it wasn't going to work out. And so when he came back, he like texted James Gunn, as you do when you're Taika Watiti. <laughs> And was like, I would, hey, dude, do you still have a role for me on the movie? And James Gunn's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yes, you're going to be Ratcatcher yeah. 2's dad. Um, I, I, I loved that story. I think out of all of the characters in the movie, I think she is the most empathetic and sympathetic. Mm -hmm. I think you can actually like empathize with her character. She mm -hmm. feels the least bad out of anyone in this movie. Like right, she I almost agree. feels like she doesn't belong in this movie yeah. because she's like, she shows herself to be a genuinely good person with mm -hmm. what appear to be like normal level moral values. Um, she just wanted right. to steal from a bank, right? That's why she got yes. caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And even even her villainy is like it's eh. like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that really mm -hmm. super like Aladdin bad? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um yeah. So, rats. But, but street I, rats. Street rats. Millions. I don't millions of rats, millions of rats, millions of rats. Um I, I will say that. Sorry. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say uh, I, I like her performance a lot. I really like her interaction with Bloodsport. I think that added a level yeah. to his character as well. And because mm -hmm. otherwise he would have been a very like one dimensional rewrite of Deadshot, I think, without her mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Same, same with King Shark. I think King Shark would have been a very like one dimensional like gag 
And I think her friendship yeah. with him and kind of exploring that thing opened that up. Um, so I think she is kind of pivotal to a lot of what makes these characters better in the film, which is why she's so high. And I want, I like struggled with putting her as number one, but yeah. I didn't. So she's my number two rat catcher appropriately uh, rat catcher two <laughs> at number two that I like. And I, I wonder, will, yeah. I think it's a good commentary, maybe not to make this like all more deeper than it has to be, but like she got, she obviously came from poverty and her character got in, got in like the highest level of jail for, jail for doing something that wasn't that bad. So I just yeah. find that interesting too. Like we talk about this, that morally she probably was just doing what she's got to do to survive where these other characters exactly. have a little more privilege, I think in leeway. And I think that was an interesting choice to choose someone who is the moral compass of the movie and that beating heart kind of of the movie to not be that bad and also to like yeah. just like you just got to get by and not everyone is a bad person i don't know that was just something i noticed when i watched the movie and i i liked that further and everything well, like you could take it added, oh well this person is the child of a bad guy so of course they're going to be bad so we need to add even right more. Just generationally right right yes. and then there's like this is a poor person They'll just be a waste of society, so we'll uh, just keep them in here even longer. Like there's right. layers oh, to the. They're to using the rats, something we think is dirty, so they're right, right, whole thing, whole, and they're yeah. dirty and disgusting. Yeah. Well, and but anyway, to that echo was just everything nice that side. that Q said. You know, I that's why she's my number two as well. Is that she was a character I had zero knowledge of, and mm -hmm. she added a level of complexity and interest to the movie that wasn't there like what she um the only thing to compare it to that that first one is like diablo i kind of feel was that for that first one he was a fleshed out character yeah. he yeah. had empathy that you could like kind of go along with oh i know why you're bad like i get why you do the things that you do and i kind of can align with your moral code and i think she was that for this movie i do also think that she was probably the most fleshed out um I don't think she was the only one with an arc, but I think she had the best arc. So it diminished some of the mm -hmm. other characters, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just everything about it. I thought that coming from zero knowledge to me being like leaving the movie being like, wow, it would not have been good if she wasn't in it was incredibly yeah. impressive. So yeah, I struggled with, she's probably the best written character in the whole movie, but my number one mm -hmm. is just my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Courtney, um, your number two. My number two. They've already been mentioned, and I probably looking back, I should have probably said this at the same time. But my number two is Polka Dot Man. Oh, Ooh. oh! I loved him, and I mean, again, with just getting attached to characters, we're just immediately coming on screen, empathizing with the insecurity and the anxiety and the parent dynamic. I just was like, oh my god! And also recognizing him from other the actor from other works and liking him and everything else I've seen. I find it interesting that he was a a victim of circumstance of his mom wanting kind of like Stranger Things in the sense of someone experimenting. I literally thought of like he's like eleven, but like with weird power, different, much different power. He's like you know, eleven, he but with colorful pimples. Yes, exactly. And he um obviously got shit on in prison because he just like threw polka dots and like threw up polka dots. But then it wasn't his fault, and he didn't ask for that life. But yet at the very end of the movie, he's like, oh, like, oh I'm 
killing my mom, but I'm also making my mom proud in a weird, fucked up way of like I am a superhero and I understand that mine. I understand that 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 that, that spiral down of yeah, like yeah, you're absolutely. angry at the person that made you that way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you also want to make their approval, and I understand. It's just yeah, a little too close and to home. Man, man, that guy, he's so good, David Desmalkian or whatever. Is so good also, in the role. I also hate that he kind of physically reminds me of guys that I've like dated. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh poor baby. You know what? Just like the beach scene with Mia, when he came on screen, I was like, I bet Courtney wants to date this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I also know nothing about Polka Dot Man. Quickly, really, Mia, like, distract okay. us. What's your number two? Yes. Uh, I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Because I, I rearranged my list and what was written down here. I was looking down and saw what my number two was. And I was like, I already said this person. Okay, never mind. <sighs> Just kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, my number two is Rick Flag. Nice. Oh, Rick Flag nice. actually if if my number one didn't exist rick flag would have been my number one that's how much i love his character and um okay. to clarify the only reason why amanda waller is not on my list is because she leads the suicide squad she's not a part of the suicide squad and i was picking people that were specifically a part of suicide totally squad fair. otherwise I did, I did the same she she and everything about her from start to finish them picking viola davis to us being able to watch her on the screen and and the character written in the comics i am 1000 percent behind that character but uh in place of her as part of the suicide, actual part of the Suicide Squad, Rick Flag takes the place uh, immediately. Um, I didn't cry, but I literally uttered, oh no! So I just was not. And the fact that they went out of their way to show it piercing the heart, just to make sure oh, that I knew, that was, me specifically, me specifically like, yeah, knew he's not, walking he's not out of coming this. back. <laughs> I was really upset about that. I was I like, know. I they pulled like a Mortal Kombat the video game scene. They were like, you should yeah. see what this looks like from the inside. Fatality. And then His they got my hopes up at the end. They got my hopes up at the oh, end. God. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe. And then it wasn't. And I was, I think that sealed the deal and why I didn't like the movie because well, I knew what I wanted it to be at oh, the end. Oh, come on. You, you, you had to expect that one though, me. No. Peacemaker no. has a series coming out. Oh, I had like no HBO idea. has a Peacemaker series. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, no yeah. had no idea. James Gunn wrote a Peacemaker series that's going to follow And directed this. it. So he had to. Okay. Yeah, he, so he had to live. Okay, so I didn't know that. So if I would have known that going in, then in that would not have well. bothered me. But to be fair, that... Jay, though, it could have been a prequel series. It, that's true. That's he true. didn't have to I actually that's think it is a prequel have... series of how he came to be. I'm pretty sure. Is it? It's supposed to pick up. It may have some flashbacks, but it's supposed to pick up with them coming to him in the hospital and be like, oh, we got to use them to save the fucking world or or whatever. Oh, interesting. That. Okay, good. good. Turns turns out we found an island full of dicks and he needs to eat. Uh, <laughs> Here you go, man. <laughs> Your, shot. Your dream come true. 
Rick Flag Death was the most surprising to me. It was one of the yes. moments in the movie where I was kind of like, oh, I had forgotten that people could die yeah, in this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I know. You, you don't necessarily forget that people can die, but that like one of the darlings could die. And mm-hmm. he for sure, yeah. at least for me, was absolutely was. Two, two fun Rick Flag uh, factoids. One Ready. is that I think, and this is more just an opinion, but I think it Im- they they fixed his character from David Ayer's Suicide mm. Squad. Uh, they made him a much more likable character. The only problem that I had with him in this movie, and the reason he's not on my list, is essentially they had in this movie three of the same character. Bloodsport, yeah, yeah. Peacemaker, and Rick Flag are essentially all serving the same character beats that that type of character and they even make a joke out of it like literally when they're in the truck together like after they've been captured by the army Uh, or whatever they're literally joking about the fact that they're all like they all can use this like shorthand speak to use this move to like get off the truck because they're all the same like they've all been trained this they're all the same kind of thing yeah but like character development wise, he felt more like a fleshed out character than in the original movie. But do you know who was originally supposed to play Rick flag in the David Ayer movie and very well may have carried over to this film? Yes. Um, Oh, it was supposed to be Tom Hardy. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Tom Tom Hardy was cast. Like he was in the movie and had to drop out of the production due to a scheduling conflict, but yeah, he yeah. was Rick flag in the, so can you imagine a Tom Hardy, Rick flag? It probably would have had a crazy accent. Cause that's how Tom Hardy likes to act. <laughs> uh, yeah. we, we barely would have been able to understand Rick flag. It's like Rick flag. What do you yeah. think? Oh, Rick, <laughs> like, yeah, Rick, tell him. <laughs> yeah. 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 You tell him, I, man. I, I liked the Rick Flag character, and I will agree with you, Mia. That that death was shocking. Like, yeah, I, it was. I had a feeling they were gonna have to kill him because he was kind of one of the only other like hangovers from the original Suicide Squad movie. Uh, yeah, but it still kind of caught me out of at a left field. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, me too. Got me right in the feels, yeah. just like it got him right in the yeah. ventricle. Art feels right there. Okay. Uh, Cute. Right, my number one. Here. Number one. Dun dun dun. Uh, okay. So my number one is Polka Dot Man. Oh, uh, nice. that is a surprise to me. My I love number it. one is Polka Dot Man because once again, and this is mainly from a comic book standpoint, James Gunn took a character who was nothing. Like, Polka Dot Man is a... He's like Egghead in Batman villain lore. Like, he's fucking nobody. Like, it's it's stupid. It doesn't matter. He's a nobody villain. And he took this character and he rewrote the character in not only a way that makes sense, but gives this character a much better arc than he ever had in the comic books. And I really love that. I love that he took a character and made like an existing character and made it better. Like that is something 
that very rarely happens in like comic to movie adaptations, right? Normally people are like, yeah, this is pretty accurate to the comics and I'm glad for that. Or man, they totally fucking ruined it. That's not how it's like <laughs> in the comics at all. But very rarely do you hear this is way fucking better than the comic books. Like this character is way better than the comics. Um, yeah. And so I loved that. And then second off, I really think that, 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 that actor, uh, David Dasmal chain or whatever is, is poised to be a, a huge character actor going forward. Like this is going to, he's yeah. going to be one of the dudes that like 15 years from now, we're like, Oh yeah, that fucking guy. He's going to be that guy in that movie that yeah. everybody's like, Hey, you know, that guy in that yeah. movie. That's, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be yeah. his guy. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. He was polka dot um, man in that yeah. movie in the in the in 20, but, 2020s. But I too empathized with that character. I too have a parent that I feel like I can never get out from under. And I genuinely like I felt like he brought that character some pathos. And there's a lot of like weird parental ties in this movie there's a lot of characters yeah. dealing with like parent shit like blood sports dealing with his daughter Ratcatcher too learned all these lessons from her mm -hmm. father and now blood sport is like kind of her de facto like dad mm -hmm. kind of in this situation you've got him working through his issues with his mom like they all have <laughs> like parenting issues in this movie yeah but for me even outside of Ratcatcher 2 like mia said I think he had the most complete arc. Like he started yeah. place and he genuinely had the best ending possible for his character. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It couldn't have ended better. Like he kind of he got what he wanted. And yes, he died a pretty like <laughs> death. But immediately he, like, went yeah. he went out happy. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he finally yeah. achieved something that his whole life he had never been able to achieve. Um, right. And I think that that's like a spectacular thing. So yeah, I so really too. struggled with having Ratcatcher two or him as my number one, just because I think, I think they both serve similar things in the script. Uh, but mm -hmm. I think his character arc, what it came down to is his character arc is more complete than Ratcatcher 2's, and I admire that, so he's my yeah. number one. Well, I, like that. Um, I had a very similar struggle because Ratcatcher 2 and my number one were kind of doing that dance, and so my number one is Polka Dot Man. Fuck uh, yeah! And, and I, you know, not to repeat everything that you said, but it, it, it's, it echoes what I said for Ratcatcher, is that I knew who Polka Dot Man was. I knew, you know, there were jokes about him, obviously. And I think they've, you know, in Batman, the Lego, Lego Batman movie makes a joke about him. And there's, he, you know, he is a prevalent, silly, silly Batman, silly villain, you know? Mm -hmm. And this movie gave him so much depth and he was easily, easily my favorite part of the movie. His scenes mm -hmm. were my favorite scenes. Like uh, Q, you were mentioning one of your favorite scenes earlier. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they get attacked in the woods and he shoots all the polka dots and it disintegrates the people. Yeah. And John Cena's peacemaker he goes, whoa, he does throw polka dots at people. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. just the violence followed by the 
the just the wrap up of a joke from like 10 minutes earlier in the movie i thought was brilliant i loved that he always saw his mom for everybody and was always yes. attacking them even the giant starro was his mom yes um i, I thought the it. costume was one of the best looking costumes of the whole thing. Him and Peacemaker probably had the best design looking costumes. Um, and, I did like and, his line but, when they're with the Freedom Fighters and she's like, why did my team not alert me? And they're like, what? I don't, we didn't see anybody. I don't know. And he's like, anybody. I saw them. I turned I turned them into my mother and I killed them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And they're all, they all like genuine. look at him like, like, what the fuck, man? Like, why would you say that? Well, and and another reason, and uh, you know, Q, if you hadn't have mentioned the cat thing, I was going to. But another thing that makes me incredibly endeared to um, not only the character and James Gunn, but also David Dasselchain, is that one of the reasons that he was so excited to do the movie is that he grew up with a skin condition um, that gave him pa patchy, pale spots all over his body. And he had severe depression Aww. about it and like contemplated suicide in his teenage years. And, and him and James Gunn are friends. And James Gunn wrote the character around this, including the skin condition, to know that David could connect with it better. Aww. And I thought that was amazing. That's amazing. So, well, so damn. All, all of those <laughs> factors together, yeah. like solidified him and that character he was my if, he, if you take that i like the movie a lot if you take that character out of the movie i like it a lot less a lot yeah yeah again yeah. agreed so yeah that's why it's right. my number one that plus everything q said yeah yeah he's i think he's made all of our list actually in some sh way shape or form mm -hmm. yay but oh oh man my number one i mean this is gonna come as a surprise from no one but it's harley quinn yeah. I love Harley. Yay. I love her. She's the best thing in every one of the, the live action DCEU movies. She's the <laughs> best part of all of it. She was a, she was amazing in this. I love getting to see her as close to like the the original like you know source material, material as possible. Like right. we've mentioned in this movie, just with like her, just like that, just unpredictable. Like she's kind of silly and a little ditzy sometimes, and also like we'll just kill like thirty people without thinking about <laughs> it. I love. I just, I think that's so fun. That sounds like I'm also a serial, kill, serial killer. Wise. That's so much fun that she just it murders people. It might be. No problem. But I might be. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, to be, TBD with me. Only time will um, tell. Yeah, we have, I'm only, I'm not in my 30s just yet. Isn't that when everyone starts killing people? No, no. Yes. I'm sorry. That's when Jesus I, started doing his stuff. Never mind. That's right. I, I mean, I'm, he started I'm definitely himself. started. Deal. But no, I'm I'm glad that so many of us have talked about Polka Dot Man because it was just he's, he's got great. he's so memorable. Yeah. He's so memorable. It is a it is a genuinely great character. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And one that is not a great character in the comic books. Like that's now, now that's Q, the best part. In the comics, isn't it? technology like they're actual yeah, like, he, discs that he can like, yeah throw. he like turns them into weapons okay hmm. like there's cool. there's different versions so there's ones where it they're basically like discs of matter that he can like reconfigure into weapons then there is another version where it's literally just discs that he throws 
Ah. So this this whole like cosmic virus that causes him to like have to expel these like radioactive that's in no version that is that is nothing like that has never existed that has never existed until this did you but um, i I like this better speaking of um, speaking of one of his early scenes that i liked is when he's being confronted in the jail um and you get the other sean gunn performance as calendar oh, man oh yeah as calendar fun. man i just thought that was a fun little you know, easter egg yeah a little ta- he's got his little calendar tattoos and all that i loved it i loved it oh yeah barely ca- noticed yeah. that character <laughs> barely noticed i'm sorry i feel bad okay no. okay Between, now i will yeah. all right sorry. do it it's number one the last number one on the list my number one is king shark Nanawe. Nice. Oh, way. I know that's Wait. a weird choice Hand. because we <laughs> love it. Hand. Yes, because Very good. Uh, we all know that my phobia is sharks. Um, yes. So oh. by default, he shouldn't be on this list at all. But, but maybe not exactly shark what... wearing jean shorts. Oh, what? Oh, oh, well, so that's the thing, right? Is for a movie that I disliked, the fact that my phobia was the best part uh, says a lot. So I feel like he deserved to be number one. Um, I could actually stand to watch most of the scenes. Um, I watched it on HBO and my TV is essentially too big for my room space because my room's really small nice. and my my bed is a queen. So I'm watch, watching him on a TV screen that's definitely too big for the room and I'm too close. So sometimes yeah. I'd have to look and there's a... a picture that has glass on it and i would watch him from the picture instead of watching it from the from the tv oh, so I was like, this is far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> like specifically specifically towards the end when they're shooting at him and he's like uh and and i like i'm kind of sad i'm like oh no but i know i know he's about to get mad and as as a thing for having a phobia i want to get as much information about what i'm scared of as possible in order to ease my fear well i know that uh sharks like their intensity changes um so when so when he got up and and i just knew i didn't even look i didn't even look i was like no 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 so i turned turned around i was like so uh but even still even still like the scene the scene with the with the with the little death death Thanks. I got Whatever one of my are. biggest laughs of the whole movie in that scene when he like puts his hand up and then they start to attack him. He's like, "Oh no!" Oh. <laughs> he was so distraught. He's like, "Ah!" Was, I felt really, really bad. And then on top of that, he called, them, he called them their his his new dumb friends. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Just, I, uh, there was plenty to enjoy about him, and I. It's a feat to make me enjoy any shark thing so the fact that i could actually enjoy and watch that character do his thing was like he has to be number one he has to be number one mind you yeah if if i didn't it would be it would have been rick flag so nice i am i will add on not only did i get a big laugh with his his um mean dumb friends the other big laugh i got from him was the whole fake mustache scene i thought they that was really well written and like fake mustache and it's like that's literally the worst 
fake mustache I've ever seen. Like, like, it's almost, it was in, um, I was, I got a similar laugh in uh, Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok when they're like, yes. Hulk, don't attack things like big monster. I similar, similar laugh in that, but like fake yeah. mustache. Word. So kudos to that scene. Uh, well-written. Uh, yes. James Gunn. That was funny. Well, that, oh, we did it. We did it. Okay. We, did it. we wow. shared a handful. Mia, you're keeping track, obviously. I got him. So. I got the all five right. listed already. Oh, what? Read them back and let's see if we we all agree or if we need to fight about it. So um, we know for sure which one is number one. Obviously, that would be yes. Polka Dot Man. Um, and yeah. then I, Polka Dot I figured Man, because great. The, the, I figured because the two of you had uh, q and j had rat catcher as number two and then courtney you had rat catcher as number three and um my number two was going to be rat catcher if i if i hadn't remembered oh yeah we flag um i figured that should be number two then uh harley quinn was on just about everybody's but it's like a, it's like a ranking system right so like if she would have stayed at the bottom she would have been at the bottom but because uh courtney had her so high up she became mm -hmm. number three. Um, then Amanda Waller was number five for someone and number three, uh, number five for you, Jay, and number three for Q. She met in the middle at number four. And then King Shark being at Courtney's number five, but my number one and not on either of your other two lists defaulted to five. No, he was, on, he was, he on, was on my too. list. He was Wait, my number where? four. Oh, number four. So number he four. actually might should be above Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Waller. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, list. I literally wrote it down and I still... Messed it up. I'm sorry. No, don't worry. Well, man, I think that okay, that did that. That I, came together. I'm happy with that last. Well, that was very easy. Oh, okay, so you're like ready for it. me to do the legit countdown? Yes. Do the legit countdown, yes. and then I have a quick game for us. Ah. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, our top five Suicide Squad uh, characters. At number five, we have Amanda Waller. Yeah. At number four, we have King Shark, a.k.a. Nanawe. At number three, we have Harley Quinn. At number two, we have Ratcatcher 2. And at oh, number one, we have Polka Dot Man. Yes. Yeah. I love that. That's a great list. I love that it. That is a really great Solid. list. Yeah. Full, uh, full uh, approved. You're not going to find a bad yes. one in the bunch. And there's a lot more characters. Characters that people can enjoy when they go watch the Suicide Squad. Um, yes. Now, agreed. like I said, I do have a quick game for us if you guys have five more minutes. I want to play a game. Oh, what a wonderful game it is, too. Risk is part of the game. Well, how about a game of Parcheesi? Remember that favorite game of yours? Game's worthy of his majesty. You really think you're the only one who can play this game? We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Let the games begin. Yes. I'm ready for the game that you have, Jay. Hi. <laughs> Q, it's not like we planned that at all. I appreciate you <laughs> stepping up to the plate, random audience natural. member. Um, but here's the natural. Here's the game. We're we're talking about the Suicide Squad, so the game is fuck Mary, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> so everybody, you have to take your list of top five and do fuck Mary, okay. kill, kill, kill. Okay. And I will start. I'll fuck Harley Quinn. <laughs> Mary Rat Mary Mary Ratcatcher too. Because one, she seems like the only good person 
<laughs> and she could, and, and her rats could be our servants. And that's pretty cool. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the other three, Peacemaker, Amanda Waller, and Polka Dot Man can all bite it. <laughs> Fuck, Mary, kill, kill. Kill. Kill, Fuck, kill, Mary, kill. There's okay, five. okay, there's three. Okay, my bad. I'm here. I'm with it. So I'm wait, with who, it. I missed one. I missed the, who, are, who are you fucking? Harley Quinn. Harley. Oh. Oh, duh. Yeah. 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 I may die Aww. at the end of it, but I don't. I don't do you like I, kids, though? I that won't be a problem. I, I do. I do. Uh, I'm regretting not having her blood sport on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Who's fucking King Shark? Anybody? Anybody? No, no I'll takers? go, though. I'll, right, go right. though. I'll go, though. I'll go, though. No. Uh, although I will say his little endearing moment where he saw two people kissing and then he looked back at, at Ratcatcher 2 like, <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> 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 um, oh, God. So mine are King Shark, Pokemon Man, Bloodsport, Harley, and my, my, my list is actually not too bad. But I think I'll go with <laughs> that I will uh, also fuck Harley. Yeah. Marry Rick Flag and nice. kill everybody else. Nice. I dig okay. it. Because, because, side note, side note, that actor fucks. And uh, in, in, all, in all, yeah, no, in every role, there's just something about him that has that swagger that you're just like, I totally get wrecked. And and you'd be okay with it. You'd be okay with <laughs> you get, it. But I would marry him like because I'd want to get wrecked. Ah, yeah. You get wrecked. <laughs> Rick wrecked? <laughs> Give me a big old singer. Yep, there we go. Boom. We always at the same Courtney. Courtney, if you don't have if you don't have Mary Polka Dot Man, then uh something is wrong with the world. No, that is exactly what yeah, I know. There's a lot of things wrong with the world, but that won't be one of them. <laughs> Man, okay. I will oh who do I want to have sex with? I really don't want to have sex with anyone ever. <laughs> um, that's, that's the, just you like have a, to murder three people and the thing know, is you're like oh, me, i don't want to get poked i know that's a me thing i don't like i have to murder three people or i have to have like take my clothes off i don't i don't think i'll just murder people sorry strangers um, sorry you'd be, wor- um, you be the worst person to get the frank langella the box it's like here oh i know you can take your clothes off, or if you press this button, five random people will die. Like press, yes. Like oh, I know. I'm like, well, bye. But you don't know the die. Give me the box. <laughs> bye then. Um, uh, I'll do a bullshit. I don't want to have sex with any of these people, but I guess I'll have sex with Harley Quinn um, only because I would just like to just know her secrets and understand she how the world acrobat- works in her mind. Look at you. Come on. Sure. I know. Come on. I'm not even... I'm like not even like into women, but like yeah, that would be fine. She's been a favorite person of mine for a while. I would marry Polka Dot Man because we could yep. both just be very sad and have a lot yeah. of come ground. And then together, I would kill Ratcatcher too, Savant and King Shark. Sorry guys. Shit, I love it. All right, so I don't I, and I don't feel bad about it. About this. I had plenty of time to think about this. Uh, uh-huh. 
I am definitely fucking Amanda Waller because that Sweet. shit is going to be intense <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, well, like, the wall. That is going to be some scary sex, and I'm here for it. Like, that's some <laughs> yeah. wild shit. Keep banging up against the wall. <laughs> She's going to be like, keep fucking me or I'm going to kill your children. <laughs> like, gonna be, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, you <laughs> I'm like, ah! get to up your tempo now. So instead of it's. otherwise i explode your infant's head uh yes instead of you implanting her she'll implant a microchip in you that was a lot at once i know that's fuck fuck amanda waller i'm going to uh marry rat catcher too and then i'm gonna kill kill the rest kill the rest I love it. That was extremely, extremely violent and exactly what I was hoping it would be. Um, I, I can't express how much fun this has been that you guys, we all wanted to watch this movie and then jump on and and, and do this episode. Um, Q as always, thank you for joining us. Um, My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. I, I would love it. I would love it. Q if you would put back on your hat and do a project nerd outro for us, um, oh I God, think it, sure. it's you're, you're here and I would love it. If you would, yeah. you would rip off the rip off that bandaid and, and just do it again. Give us your sultry you... tones, me <clears throat> and, and Courtney and Mia and the rest of the high five crew couldn't be more happy that you're here. So, so why don't you wind us out? You, you got it. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on High Five, the podcast. As always, we'd like to thank our generous overlords, Project Nerd, for blessing us with the ability to burrow into your eardrums every other week now. Well, not me, but the rest of these guys. Uh, Don't forget to check out www.project-nerd.com for all of the nerd goodness that could possibly come your way. Uh, Check out the podcast or the Project Nerd podcast network, which is now has like 13 plus shows and counting. Uh, Make sure you navigate over to project hyphen nerd on YouTube. Check out all of the videos that should be in your eyeballs. And if they are not get them there stat outside of that, uh, make sure you stay tuned. Project nerd is making its way back out in IRL. That's right. We're going to be doing live events coming up soon. It's a crazy world and it's about to get crazier. So keep your eyes peeled at projectnerd.com for all of the live event dates. And uh yeah. And that's Until it. Next time. That great. Q, you're I, not allowed to leave. Um I won't see you again. I'm gonna no, go no, 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 yeah. no, no. I, no, no. I Hi, everybody. Implanted, it's been I, I planted I, a thing. I really, you I'll can't leave. You don't leave. Don't leave. Press that button. You can't you leave. leave. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at 
High Five the Podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.